podcast from Drew and Mike is, I think it's really cool and um, that is what I wanted to say. We had to take down our previous podcast because Tonya didn't feel comfortable mainly discussing what other people's actions and opinions were, um, but more importantly because she didn't feel that she covered all of the elements that she wanted to, um, and that for the sake of her argument, um, her thoughts remained somewhat incomplete. In this session, we cover the time differential between our previous podcast and this one, um, and so many other wonderful topics. As I don't know how to introduce them all... I won't. So therefore, I'll simply say enjoy, I hope, and thanks, Tanya, for joining me. Tanya, it's wonderful to have you back. Um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. It's wonderful to have you back, Tanya. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's been a long time. It's been longer for others than it has for us, because we had a sort of s- secret uh, podcast session, which we then removed. But uh, we'll talk about that in a few minutes um yeah what have you been up to it's been months yeah it has been months we talked the last time um, uh, in march actually mm, mm, mm. so it's like uh, it's uh, it seems ages because we we did the last nine podcasts like every few weeks so yeah it seems mm. ages i've been i've been um i'd say in general fine uh, up and down. Um, the end of the winter and the beginning of uh, spring is always a very tricky season to me. And it had been like that last year. And I felt it very strongly this year. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm through. <laughs> okay. So and now we are in the middle of summer, which is amazing. Mm. Um, yeah, I um, I've been a bit around. I've been to Italy in May, and I will um, go back to Italy this week for Can't some summer holidays. Can't believe it. Yes, uh. Uh, go back. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. It's, mm. uh, I'm looking very much forward. Yeah, so many things happened. Many things. Mm. And some things happened twice, apparently. Some things happened twice, like? Your corona. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I already forgot, you know, the last <laughs> the last time I had corona is already three weeks ago. So <laughs> uh-huh. Old news. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, it's amazing. In the last three months, I had uh, I had COVID twice. I mean, it sucks big time, but yeah, yeah it uh, it was like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Was it was it the same, or was it like one one time was worse not, than the other? Not at all, and it's actually a very funny story, and also a very like kind of a sad sad story. The first time I had it. Um, was very strong so I didn't have a voice actually for five weeks like I literally lost my voice 
Um, oh yeah, oh that was Corona. I thought you would. I, I, I thought no. you like, had sort of singing lessons gone wrong. Okay, that, that was. <laughs> no, no. Okay. no, 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 no. That was that was that was yeah, that was COVID, and I I really I don't know what happened. Somehow my uh, my voice said no, like mm. no, mm. no, no, and um, many of my friends when I when I sent them voice messages, they were like who the hell are you tanya if your name would not appear in my you know my in my uh, messenger or whatever uh then i wouldn't believe that's you i was mm. really yeah and it took it took more than a month for my for my voice to get back it was mm. a little bit me um trying to get my voice back with a carrot you know like come come <laughs> 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 so it's good that we didn't um, didn't plan a, um, a, a podcast in that in that in that month because that would not been possible. And mm. then the second time I had uh, COVID was uh, without any symptom at all, like none. And the only reason why I why I uh, know that I had COVID a second time is that I was invited to uh, to a wedding of a like a longtime friend of mine and the couple asked every guest to please do a, a, a PCR test. Do you say that in English? PCR test? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, that yeah. one, like that, not yeah. the, the used one. one so yeah. Hard, yeah, the hardcore deep down test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more deep up, depending yeah. on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That one, just mm. to be on the safe side. And I did that. And for me, it was like, yeah, yeah, like, let, let's do that. You know, like, put it on my agenda just to check it off. And then <laughs> I was in front of my computer to check the result. And then there was like positive. And I was like, what? Mm. No, that's a, it's a mistake. Like I was a hundred percent, 120% sure that's a mistake because I was like fine, more than fine in that period. And then I did a second test like of this deep down, deep up test. And it was as well positive. It was still positive. It, sound, it sounds so much better than PCR, isn't it? But yes, did you do your deep down, deep up test? Deep down, deep up sounds. Yeah, it uh, it gives you a lot of uh, creative space, though. Absolutely, we should speak to the uh, Corona branding agency and, uh, and, and, and talk about this. Um, yeah, so so um, I I was positive about. Uh, COVID with COVID, but I was negative with regard to participation, participating in the wedding. So I didn't go to the wedding. Mm. Yeah, she was sad, but okay. So but they, they, they managed clearly. Um, they managed, they managed. Yeah, yeah. they managed. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a shame, uh, Tanya, really. And um, I'm almost tempted to play a little to record a little clip of your one of your voice messages um <laughs> just so, just so that people can kind of compare it is that okay i mean do you do you mind if i is that okay to do as in oh, I'll, you're, you're serious about that yeah you're, you're okay sure you could. yeah I'll, <laughs> I'll put it i'll put it in here yeah hi zach thanks for your message um yes it's me that like minus my voice 
Yeah, okay, cool. I'll put it in there. Now, now that I've said I'll put it in here, I'll put it in there, as in where I just said it. Mm-hmm. And then people will hear that and they'll be able to compare. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But, but did you have COVID? Uh, I'm, I, no, as in at no point have I tested positive to COVID, but I have a feeling that I had it because I had an entire week where um, I had a headache for all, every day. I was extremely tired for no reason. Um, I, I I had no energy. I was completely demotivated. I couldn't do anything. I, I mean, I worked, but I, I was just, you know, I, I couldn't run. I couldn't, I could just about walk. Um, and, but every day I tested negative and... Huh. Yeah, but as in. But with the with this uh, Schnell test, with this. Yeah, rapids, with the ru- yeah, with yeah. the rubbish. Yeah, I mean, I went to the doctor, and the doctor gave me a test, and and, and I tell you, she she went so far up my nose, I almost like could lick her elbow, um, <laughs> and yeah, it was yeah, I, I had to grab her arm and like pull it out because you know, come on here, you you've lost three knuckles, um, but it felt really uncomfortable. That that was um, yeah, that oh, yeah. was negative as well, so. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. so I think I did it all. I mean, I'm I'm vaccinated, I'm boosted. I had it now twice, so like leave me alone with it, you know, like yeah. okay. So mm. okay. So and yeah. I know it's not the uh most probably not the last time I had it, so it's going to be like a flu. Um so that is at least what I what I what I think so. Mm. Will come yeah. and yeah, yeah. I mean, just out of pure curiosity, because I mean, none mm-hmm. of this is necessarily mm-hmm. like a big topic in our chat today. But I mean, mm-hmm. do, do you because I still wear the mask when I definitely when I'm on public transport, because the rules in Berlin yeah. are that you still have to wear them on yeah. public transport. But even when I go into a shop or a supermarket, I wear a mask. I feel uncomfortable when somebody without a mask invades my private space. How do you feel about mm-hmm. that? No, I only wear the mask when I have to, and that is in the public transport, <clears throat> which I use a lot. <clears throat> I mean, I've been to Berlin last week, so I use public transport in Berlin. I took the uh, ICE to Berlin and back. So um, if the if the rules are you wear a mask, I do. But if I don't have to, I don't I don't use the mask anymore when I go to the supermarket. Nothing. Mm. And I and I don't. I it is interesting what you said about invading. <clears throat> Hang on, I have to drink something. That's okay. Yeah. Me, me too. Cheers. Mm. Mm. So uh, it's interesting that you you're not the first one um, stating that you feel like uh, uh, people are invading your your private sphere. Let's say when when you meet somebody without a mask, like in a shop or whatever. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the interesting thing is, I mean, I've never really had an issue with this uh, concept mm. of private space. And mm. um, you know, my, this is my zone. You know, mm-hmm. is it, I, I'm familiar with it because of basketball, because, you know, when you're defending, yeah. you've, got, you've got your space and blah, blah, yeah. blah. You know, it, yeah. it's get all tactical. But um, for, for a woman in public women have always been aware of their private space haven't they oh yes oh yeah yes. it's a completely different thing yes people would say but for me i feel through corona i have a small percentage of an understanding of what women mean when they talk about my private space so how, how do you feel when you're then for example in a public transport and you have 
people who are not wearing a mask or you have somebody opposite sitting opposite of you or next to you without a mask yeah the, i i kind of try to breathe in the other direction as stupid as it is because mm -hmm. you know it's not quite how it works it, it's in mm -hmm. air it doesn't work in straight lines i don't believe but <laughs> um but i mean in in like a, a sort of supermarket situation you know if i'm yeah. standing there and somebody without a mask reaches across me to grab a gherkin for example yeah. or or something like that you know on, on the train you know, they just sort of breeze past me and that they, they they put their face right in my in, in my mm. ear or whatever yeah that i feel is like an invasion of my private space i mm -hmm. um yeah absolute discomfort i think it's the minimum mm -hmm. i could describe it as being mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah interesting isn't it i mean mm. uh, things did change actually within the last two years i mean i am much more aware when people around me are coughing Mm. Or what's sneezing? Uh, Hachi, if you sneeze, yeah, sneeze, sneezing. sneeze, yes, uh, sneezing when they sneeze, or um, that, yes. Then I'm like, oh my god, put a mask on, or my <laughs> 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 no. I was just thinking because if they sneeze with a mask on, you're like, oh my god, and if they no, off as in, but if they sneeze with a mask on, you think. Um, <laughs> no, when they yeah. sneeze with a mask on, I don't give a thing because they yeah. it's their face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, can but, you imagine uh, it? Yeah, but uh, but uh, yeah. Otherwise, I don't, I don't, I don't focus on it anymore. But maybe also because um, I, as we discussed also in in, in previous podcasts, I really started uh, with the, the dancing again, like not started, but with social dancing uh, last year in 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 spring. Mm. So um, saying this, it's also um, not a miracle, but I was also wonder, like surprised that I caught um, COVID only like a year later, you know, because because um, since the beginning of this year, I was also um, dancing on indoor socials again. Uh, and I mean, you are near, like near to each other. And well, you maybe said it's quite an intimate dance, no? Yeah, I mean, it is. Yes. Yeah, okay. I mean, bachata is an intimate dance, but also if you, I mean, dancing in, in, in general, like if you dance salsa or whatever, it's like you are near, you know, like it's mm. less than half a meter and you come close. And uh, yeah, so mm. maybe because of that, I, I, I um how do you say that um I took my my space back my my private space back somehow hmm. yeah I have I have my maybe I have a little bit of different concept of my because my private space is also that I decide who I want to have near and who I don't want to have near when I dance obviously I Uh, and, um, I want the, this particular leader then to be near because we decided to dance with each other. But that is a different story if you are thrown in a, in a public transport, for example, you know, and then you have like many people around you and you're like, mm, mm. no, maybe I don't feel so comfortable. Yeah. 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 No, that's definitely how I, you know, how I feel as well. But, uh, mm. Yeah, it's interesting. It's in many ways it's eye-opening simply to be thrust into a, a situation which you don't normally feel or you haven't, you know, actually had much experience in, and it's purely psychological. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, yeah that, that's how it is. Um, okay, we've we've spoken 
we kind of mentioned that this so theoretically this is our 10 sorry 11th podcast but it's yeah. going to appear as like tanya 10, 10. Yes. um but that's because our previous podcast we i had to take down because you you, you didn't you didn't like it or no, it's not. not that you didn't like it there was yeah. something else could do, do you want to tell us what, what it was yeah do you want to tell what we talked about like to for the audience what was yeah. it about yeah so one of the main topics was basically this is just following the oscars and uh will smith had uh, in defense of his wife had gone on stage and um had thrown a i don't know a slap or something at um what's the guy's name something rock um but i can't remember the the host anyway yeah. uh this individual um and so we were talking about this topic and mm. whether or not it was right for Will Smith to do that in defense of his wife or whether or not the the person who'd made the silly joke or offensive joke uh, had a certain share of the blame to mm. shoulder. Um, I think that was about it, right? That was the topic we were talking yeah. about. Yeah. And actually, I very much liked the podcast we did and I liked the uh, conversation we had about this um this topic um but the reason why i asked you to 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 take it out to to delete it was because i had when i listened to it afterwards i had the feeling that and i I'm, i can only um explain it from like my point of view from my side that i i didn't tackle every dimension I should have or I would have wanted. Um, and that is simply because I am, I'm, I'm fast. I'm like quick very often, but sometimes I am also very slow. So I need time to, for things to, to settle in. And I think this Oscar thing happened and we had uh, our appointment for the podcast like on the very same day. Like I, I read it or we read it in the morning and we had our appointment. Uh, we scheduled the podcast um, for the evening, something like that. Yep. So um, for me, um, for, <laughs> for example, what I do in the work context, uh, what, what I what I started in the work context, like. I don't know, 15 years ago is like when uh, something happens, which really pisses me off. Yeah, like, um, for example, standard situation back then is you get an email from a colleague or from, um, uh, uh, yeah, from somebody you have to deal with, you are dealing with in the context of work. And this person is rude or the email, the email is rude from the way it's written, you know, like bold uh, writing, red color, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, um, exclamation mark, something like this. Like, for example, that you feel this person is actually screaming to you, like in written or even a very subtle ways. You know, you can be in, you can be in very um, non-polite, impolite, um, also in a subtle way. Um, and then what I what I did always is like I take this email and I write everything I think in this very moment. And that is very often in the same 
language, you know, in the, on mm -hmm. the, in the same energy like what I received. So, and I take this all out, you know, like all my anger, like, yeah. ah, you know, like <laughs> yeah. you think you can talk like this to me, so eat this, you know? And then I'm not sending this email, but I have a special folder in my Outlook uh, where I sh where I put this emails and I I let it ripe like I let it like I let I leave it there. I go to sleep and after one or two days I take this email out again and then I rewrite it because then after one or two days I'm able to see clearer to take my um, first emotions the, the things which triggered me out and focus on on the issue you know so mm. that I'm not reacting on the way it was written but on the like really on the work issue you know so and and then I and then I and then I send it and so this ripening of my thoughts which allows me to to zoom out and to see more at least that is how i feel it for myself uh, i didn't i didn't do this in in the case of the of this oscar thing you know mm. because i read it in the morning and we did the podcast in the in the evening and it was really nice to to talk about it and i mean we were relaxed and chilled and it was nice I mean I don't know um so it was it was a really good talk but if we would have done this um this podcast three or four days later or a week later I think I would have um highlighted also some other things so for me it felt incomplete and that is why I I I just didn't want it to be there mm. yeah um yeah it's a shame because f from exactly as you said it was a cool talk uh and i really enjoyed it myself um but yeah i mean the way things are it's that you know we both have to be happy um with with the the, way, the end result um, or at least convinced that uh, under the circumstances that was the best um, way that we had to represent our thoughts um, you know, on, on the subject. And for you, it wasn't the case. And so we yeah, I had to take it down. And uh, yeah, here we are doing number 10 again. But, but how, how, yeah. how was it for you, Zach? I mean, um, did you take down another podcast episode before or after? I actually don't think so. And how, how did like, how was it for you? I mean, it's also a creative process. And it's also, I mean, the podcast is like your baby. And when somebody comes in and like, like, no, can you please delete it? I mean, the way you you didn't discuss at all you you respected my wish which was amazing i'm really thankful for it because i didn't have to um to explain anything you know i've just said like i feel better if we delete it and you did it like in an instant but nevertheless mm. would be interesting for me because i can imagine even though you did it like in an instant i can imagine that it wasn't easy my i don't know 
Mm. Yeah, no, I, I was clearly I, I was disappointed that uh, we had to uh, take it down. But um, I mean, that's part of the agreement that we have. Right. Um, mm. So, I mean, if, I, I had said to you well at the beginning, because, at, you know, in our first podcast, if you remember, you were very much uncertain if you wanted to do this anyway. Mm. Yeah. Um, and the agreement we had was that no questions asked. If you want me to remove it, then I will do so. And that's it. Um, I, I feel that if I had not done so, um, it would not have been fair because that's mm. not the agreement that we had anyway. Uh, mm. But then also, um, yeah, I'm not sure whether or not, you know, even though we're friends and uh, you and Lynn are very good friends, of course, um, but that would have left a bad taste in in the mouth. So um, I think all things considered, you know, regardless of my mm. disappointment, I, I I didn't have a choice in the matter. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I if you because I had another couple of uh, podcasts as well at the time, which I had to work through. But um, we wanted this one to go out quite quickly because um, because it was so time relevant to the to the Oscars. Mm. Um, but it's one of those things, you know, um, you are a professional in the job that you do. Uh, I'd like to think that I'm a professional in the job that I do, but mm. this is something we do uh, as a sort of hobby. It's uh, it's a talk that we do. And so therefore we are, it's not necessarily easy that we just switch on our minds and we are media people, or at, mm. least, at least I'm not. I don't see myself as a media person. So mm. therefore, you know, this isn't really um, my professional job. Mm. Um, and, um, yeah, as a result, I, you know, if, if things aren't right, then, you know, we have to take it down and give ourselves a good opportunity of doing it right the, the next time. Yeah. Yeah. I like what you said about that. We are no media people because for me, the podcast is also more like we are friends. We talk amongst friends and we like, um, offer it to others to listen to it if they want to. Uh, and and this is actually the the charm about the podcast for me, mm. you know that um, that because y you are like you are in the podcast like or offline when we talk and I am uh, I believe I'm not different than if we are online or offline, mm. you know. So um, yeah. Yeah, but that's cool. I mean, yeah, these mm -hmm. things happen. You know, so mm -hmm. we've taken ten steps forward now and one step back. That's not a problem at all. So um, I think our our that's the way you tango. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, I had to throw this in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I didn't know, but uh, <laughs> fair enough. Um, really? Is it that many steps? I didn't know. No, it's not ten. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I, had, I was going to say because then, yeah, I thought Piazzolla would have been extremely tired at the end of one, even one of his uh, renditions. But uh, yeah, indeed. Okay, but you're, we've talked about one of your passions then, which is uh, dancing. Um, but and also my baby, which is the podcast. What about your baby, Central Talk? My baby, Central Talk. I had. Uh... Uh, I had only two central talks this year, one in January and one in March. So in April, in May, and even this month, I I didn't organize a central talk. It is a, a it was it has been oh yeah my English it has been gone quite quiet but it has gone uh, quiet yeah. it has gone quiet not too bad mm. <laughs> it has gone quiet around the central talk. 
even though the last two talks were nice, they were like uh, really, really um, satisfying again. And um, the ladies were happy. I had um, very nice um, um, feedbacks. And actually, I mean, I'm not like declaring them like that, but um, you might remember that during COVID, I, I started the uh, Central Private like because we couldn't come together with a bunch of people. So I said, like, if um, somebody um, has a, um, a topic or wants to exchange, the, this, the lady could come over for a tea or whatever uh, or a drink uh, or dinner and, uh, and we sit and talk. And this is something which is still happening it's not that um, the the particular ladies are like declaring like Tanya, can we have a sensual private? No, they are like, you know, I have something I'd like to talk to you, and then we go out and we meet for a drink, and then it, I mean, it could be everything, you know, job, life in general, in general, uh, whatever, and then it comes very often to the topic uh, of yeah femininity, sexuality, sensuality, etc. Yeah. So uh, the last like sensual talk with uh, a, a bunch of ladies was in March, end of March. Uh, and then I had a couple, I'd say even five to six, um, like privates uh, in, in the last three months since then. Yeah. Okay, so, so it's gone quiet, perhaps on a, on a, on a public or on a broader scale, but yeah, yeah, but the, yeah. the, the, move, the movement has uh, yeah, still been addressed with these private sessions. Yes, because I mean it's a topic that never dies, doesn't it? I mean, well, I mean, to be honest, you know, with some of the stuff that are you know developing around the world, the the issue of femininity, um, mm. the the the, the associated topics are mm. they're, they're actually increasing um in, in my yes opinion. yes they do <laughs> i feel <laughs> i feel my anger coming up yeah sorry sorry and i know when i'm just <laughs> thinking of the u.s supreme court mm. um yes associated uh, so so much for associated issues yeah um, yeah yeah, there's a lot to talk about with regards to this, uh, to you know, Roe versus Wade. I mean, it's not it's not the uh, the area of focus for us today yeah, yeah. Um, because we're going to talk about something slightly more positive, as it were. Um, but yeah, it's it's great to hear that sensual talk, uh, as in that this isn't. I know that you've been ill twice. You've obviously had a lot of work to to catch up on as well. You know, as in this is something we don't talk about very much. But you you have a lot of responsibility in your job. Um, and so, therefore, if you are sick, no, I actually, actually, I have less responsibility than I had before my sabbatical. Oh, really? That's yeah. Nice. Yes, 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 yes. Because I before I, um, mm, yeah. Mm. I knew you were going to stop. I knew you were <laughs> going to stop. Because <laughs> you said I'm not going to talk about work. No, yeah. I'm not talking I'm, about. No, I just yeah, want exactly. like. No, I I have I have my my responsibilities and my duties, and uh, and this is this is really nice. And they they things developed specifically in the last three to four months in the field of my work, which I haven't seen coming, but which is beautiful. 
And um, maybe in one of the other podcasts, we can also talk about that. I think about it because that is something I could talk. Or I would like to talk also and share it. Um, but yeah, so no, that's just um, um, also a lot of handling of issues because um, I am here in the region of Frankfurt. I have to go or I'm going on a regular base to Berlin also for work and um, there had been a bit of movement, yeah. So I was quite, yeah, busy. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no doubts about that at all. Um, then, but, then summer started, good weather. Uh, I have to take care of my other baby, which mm. is motorbike, <laughs> and yeah. and um, um, yeah, and go out and ride the bike, and yeah. So there are many things. There had been many things, which is mm. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how do you say it in German, but I think I think I'm not a, 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 a biker, yeah. But you know, burning the rubber, blah blah blah. I mean, yeah. Is, yeah. Do you say that in German or is it Italian? I don't know, but I understand what you mean in English, like yeah. Well, yeah. English. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the what's the cool way of saying yeah? I'm I'm going for a ride in German. A cool way of saying I really don't know. Like I'm going yeah. for a ride. Yeah. I, I I'd say I go for a ride. Okay. In, in Italian, you would say, vado a bruciare la gomma. Oh, yeah, that's years. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will, by the way, I will do this. I will bruciare la gomma. I'm <laughs> going <With the> scooter. <laughs> okay. I will, I will, I will um, not rent a scooter when I'm down there, which I do always in summer, and then rock the whole coastline with the, with the Vespa. Yes. Mm. I have to at least once. I have to. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, bring coming on then to our main topic, which is quite funny because it's only taken us 32 minutes to get here. But uh, <laughs> we yeah. are really media people. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. We. You could say we have taken the scenic route. Yes. Um, and 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 here we are, uh, jumping on your Vespa around the coast, and we finally reached our destination. So. Um, if I say then conflict coaching, um, yes. and then you can tell me exactly what that means, because I always considered it as conflict management or something like this, but this is completely different, isn't it? Or well, apparently. Um, for me, actually, yes. Um, okay, so the <laughs> conflict coaching, the the um, the thing I I I told you is that I'm doing I'm being trained to become a conflict coach. So I started my training two weeks ago. So we uh, we started with an entire week. It's a training course uh, which will take 15 months. It starts with a week. And it ends with a week in September last year, next year, sorry, next year. And in between, you have a couple of weekends where we get together and, uh, yeah, learn. And the, um, what, what is it about? So the structure of the course is um, basically in three different uh, parts. Like in the during the first part, you learn how to... You learn a positive um, way of handling um, your own aggression. Like when you uh, f starting from, you know, sometimes you are in situation and you feel irritated, but you just go over it. You know, you just push it away. 
And then after that, when you ignore it too long or it happens again and again, you get really, you get angry, mm. you know. And then actually, and this is, this, it would be interesting to to hear from my, uh, from your side. The, in German, it's irritation. And then it's, ärgerlich would be anger. Mm. And then you have wütend. And then you have zornig. And that is an escalation. So what would be the words in English for that? Oh, wow. Okay. I, mean, uh -huh. I can try to translate them one to one. But uh, I, I think... Um, like, irritation is irritation. Yeah. Yeah. Ang anger. anger. Uh, yeah. It's frustration. And then no. anger, wouldn't it be? Because... Um, Because if you put anger as like part two, then thereafter it's you know you, you're you're reaching sort of borderline hatred, um, no, and no, yeah, no. that's that's not where we're coming to. So yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah, I would go in yeah. So frust frustration and then anger, mm -hmm. um, and then beyond that, what would it be? Yeah, I'm not sure. I I isn't to be irate. Um, Hmm. I, I don't know. Okay. Well, it doesn't like. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. I did You. I just. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to you. So. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. No, no, that's cool. Feel free but, to do so. But see, I, 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 you know, I wouldn't know actually. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there is a psychological uh, term for it. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Um. Okay. I had a look now. So okay. Google says, "Son is anger." Okay. Wood is. Fury. Okay. Yeah, that works. And, and Ärger is also anger, which is interesting mm. because in German you have the escalation, Irritation, Ärger, Wut, Zorn. And in English it would be Irritation, Anger, Fury, Anger. Like yeah, you have the work, same word. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but. Um, Whereas I, I would rate Fury beyond Anger. Beyond anger, no? Mm. Yeah. So yeah. I would say then um, frustration, uh, irritation, frustration, anger, fury in the, in the, the order that they've presented then. Irritation, frustration, anger and fury. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Because I, I, I would imagine, I could be wrong here, but for me, fury is this uncontrollable like, yeah. expression yeah. of you know, something and yeah. whereas anger can still be controlled, um, yeah. but fury is beyond, beyond that. Yeah. That's when violence kicks in or could kick in. Easily. Yeah. Well, well, with some people, violence could yes. kick in an irritation, yeah. couldn't it? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah so um, this, this is, for example, like talking about this kind of definition, getting an understanding uh, and to understand specifically how do I, how is my anger management? Yeah, like how, what happens in my body? Like, for example, I did, um, I did a training a couple of years ago. And I um, had a, to give a presentation, like we all had to give a t little presentation. And at a certain point, um, the, the, the trainer, she looked at me and she was like, Tanya, you are really angry, aren't you? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then she was like, and why are you smiling? And that hit me really hard and because she was right 
and I couldn't see, I, 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 could, I could feel in this moment when she mentioned it, I could feel in my face that I was smile like that I was at least trying to smile. So I was covering my anger and all the, the other participants, they were nodding, you know, and I was like, shit. And I never, I've been never aware of that. And this is one of my, that was one of my ways of coping with my anger, like not to show it in specific situation, you know, and it has to, yeah. So that is what I choose back then to do. And since somebody told me, I'm much more aware of that. And I, I want to believe that I stopped that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm familiar with people who, when they are encounter, well, when they encounter difficult situations, they respond through humor. Yeah. So when they are placed under sort of intense personal pressure, mm -hmm. um, they make a joke, mm -hmm. and 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 that's it. As in, that's the only way that they have to deal with it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but then the humor which you show in the situation, um, uh, like my smile in that situation, is not a genuine humor, humor or a positive one or a positive smile which comes like from the middle of your stomach or of your heart, you know, mm. like it's not, it is is a cover up. Yeah, it's a shield. It's it's, it's, a, it's a it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. Exactly. You know that like the thing you really want to do there is maybe to throw everything there and just leave or go or scream or I don't know what, you know, like um and and that is that is that that was really um it, this feedback the situation really had an effect on me mm. and I know where this comes from like from my personal story from my childhood the way i've been raised and and so on so um i can um i can pinpoint it so um and this is where actually i started to be very interested in like okay how do i handle aggression like when i am angry me as tanya as a as a human being but also me as Tanya as a woman, you know, like, because I mean, you have this saying like, um, little girls, like at least like in my generation, I would not want to talk about the current generation. Um, it's the thing like, um, girls, they, um, I was not allowed to be angry. You know, that when I was as a kid, I was screaming and being angry. No, no, that's not what you do. And then, uh, of course, the, the boys were not allowed to cry, you know. Mm. So, I mean, that is seems like a story today, maybe. But that is the like I witnessed this. You know, I heard parents telling their sons, you are a big boy. You should not cry, you know. Mm. And yeah. and the same to girls. So um, we are socialized, like oh, I've been socialized in a certain way and conditionalized in a certain way. And uh, and I'm yeah. So it is really interesting to to learn about how I um, how I handle certain emotions. Um, 
and how I can become aware that these emotions are coming because mostly we are not so like mindful or focused with ourselves that you um, only realize that you are angry when you are like really fucking angry, mm -hmm. you know, but you can see it coming. It, like it's, it's, it's developing, it's coming. Mm -hmm. And, and then the other thing is that we all have um, a lot of, or, I'm, I'm let me talk about myself like I also have a lot of old anger in me like within me uh, and uh, and sometimes and maybe you know this as well some, sometimes you are in a situation you are triggered by something and your reaction is totally disproportional to what happened yeah You know, something, some, somebody is saying something to you and you are like, bam. Yeah. yeah. And like, and if you look at it from the outside, it's like, there's no, there's no proportion between what happened and the reaction. And this is because this, what happened triggered something old, an old experience, uh, an uh, old belief you have about yourself or similar situations and to become aware of this in the situation that is a game changer to me mm. and this is something i want to train and i'm trying to train and to learn there amongst others other things mm. yeah i mean a thought that came to mind uh, when i'm i asked myself have i ever actually really released my anger um mm -hmm. whenever i've been in a situation where i've felt this overwhelming explosion of frustration mm -hmm. of ire within me fury mm -hmm. um have i ever actually allowed that to come out have i ever just lost control and i don't think i ever have actually i think i've always managed to find a way um to put the lid on it um and i don't actually know if that's a good thing And I actually think it's not a good thing mm. um, because and this is something really nice, which I um, which I was able to see within the training just within the first week um, we, we, we had together in the training is that like um, the emotion like aggression is is not is not like the connotation we have for aggression is negative. But. You can also um, um, look at it from another point of view because aggression is also vitality, Lebenskraft. It's, mm. a, a, it's a force of life. Like if every clear decision you are making, like if we have as emotions, we have um, sadness, we have anger, we have fear, and we have joy. Every time you are taking a decision, the underlying emotion is the emotion of anger because it gives you clarity. Every time you say, yes, I want this. No, I don't want this. Every time you are taking a decision also in other circumstances, then you have that there is this, this power of, 
of, of this feeling of anger or aggression, or I would not know exactly which terminology to use in English, actually. So, you know, and, yeah. and this is a very interesting um, concept to look at it. And I, I, I'm familiar with that since a couple of years. And, and, and for me, yeah, I see it that way, actually. I find that interesting because um, I imagine that's not the only thing that gives us clarity when we come to, mm -hmm. to making decisions. I, I would like to think that also love gives a certain degree of clarity in making uh, decisions. Um, and also... We're not talking here about, you know, these are feelings, obviously, more than uh, emotions. Uh, I guess there is a there is a distinction in some way um, between them. But um, yeah. I, I, I agree when you say that love um, um, helps you to make um, a decision um, maybe taking a decision and acting up on it are two different things mm. like to become active you that you need a certain kind of forces like power within you yeah i go for this i do i go for this decision yeah but i mean also but love of for example a concept love of um a people love of um a community or this, an idea of community can also drive us towards uh action um, um I'll, you know, how can I think uh, what's the best way so for example when we actually undertake charitable work it's it's a lot, sort of love of humanity it's uh, um, a, an affection that we may have towards um, fulfilling the needs of others but you could also look at it from the other perspective which is to say that that could also be motivated by anger because you see people suffering and this generates anger within you um which perhaps mm. is also connected to the love of people that you have so as, I, I guess there are some complicated dynamics where they sort of swap over i feel uh, in this moment or i have the impression this moment that it's quite difficult for me also to maybe explain what i want to say in english uh in this field because um uh, for me this is like i'm not saying that you take decisions out of anger or because you are angry. I'm talking about the power which is behind this emotion. And this power is something you would, you need to do a step like, and to like, you can take a decision out of, out of love, out of fear out of sadness, out of whatever, but then to 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 really to really realize it, to to bring the boots on the ground, you know, like to mm. to, act, um, to yeah. act up on it. There, you need a certain power, and I mean, I believe you also have been in situation like I have been in situation for sure where I said, okay, I really would like to do this out of love out of whatever but i didn't dare to and this to dare or not to dare this this 
this feeling, this this power, this force, this thing which spins you, like th- this, the thing which makes the difference, mm. that is a power uh, you can associate in a positive way with um with uh, with with anger yeah with with wood with anger yeah mm. yeah i i'm i mean you you have for a me you personal, have for me personally this this i like this concept i can feel it within me i i, I like it i like the idea and uh um and even if i take decisions out of love i cannot materialize them i cannot act upon them without this Lebenskraft, without this vitality, you know, mm. with, with, yeah. You, you did explain it well, yeah, as in oh, I, I wouldn't want you to think that, uh, that you know, the first time around you you sort of misrepresented uh, the, the concept. You, you, you presented it correctly, I believe, because I understood what you meant. And this is what mm. gives you the energy in which um, you can actually carry out the things that you want to do. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. the energy. Maybe that's a better wording in English. Like it's the energy. Yeah, mm. it's about like you have a lot of energy in this in the emotion of anger and unfortunately we have a, a negative connotation of this um me too very very long time i have seen so often the ugly face of anger and it's it's really interesting to um for me to understand more and more that there is also that that this is actually it's an emotion and it's energy and the way and that I can decide how I use it in a in a positive or in a negative way. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I before I was just simply thinking about um you know are there other dynamics uh, from which action can be derived um and sure yeah and, and this is why i i considered perhaps love because i i i believe love to be one of the most uh, powerful feelings that that a person can have and, and and if you know we do things for love and we've we've um you know, we, so many people have touched upon this um you know throughout sort of literature and so on but what i actually like uh, and what I will take out of this podcast into the next training session uh, is this this thing you said about like love, like like decisions out of love. Like I will I will uh, <laughs> I will confront I will ask my trainers. Um, and yeah, I am I'm, I'm curious. Mm. I mean, I have my my thoughts and my explanation on that, and I'm curious to see what they say. So I will take this with me, and then if you want, I can get back to you on this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, yeah. It would be interesting to to, to hear. Um, you know what it's like. Um, there is no universal truth, no, in, in no, my opinion. Ex- no, exactly, exactly. And you can only learn. And the thing I like is to see that like, if I'm struggling, if I get in a situation where I'm struggling to explain something, um i do not feel actually i don't i don't feel 
anymore. I don't feel silly anymore, but I can see like, okay, this is great. This is, I don't know this. I have, I want to look into it if I'm interested into it, if mm. I consider it important. And for me, this is actually a really interesting thing. I will, uh, um, I will follow up on it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And let yeah. me know. It'd be, mm-hmm. it'd be, yeah. Um, I'd like but, to hear what their response is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But maybe um, let me just um, explain uh, one or two more things, because I said that the training is uh, divided in three parts. So the first oh, yeah. part is actually why, like, how do, how does a person um, deal with aggression, anger, fury, how you can feel it in your body, how our emotions and body, like, you know, how, how do they work together? Um, what can I do to release exactly the thing you said before that you have the feeling you never released it like Mm. what can I do to release it how what can I do uh, when I feel it coming then also there's the topic of auto or auto aggression Um, um, so it's really like you it's the um, you look inside yourself inside we look inside um, ourselves as trainees in this training and then the second part is how am I dealing with conflictive situations like if I have a a discussion with uh, whoever a colleague my partner family member friends with a total stranger who is crossing my borders or whatever yeah Yeah. so how can I how can I uh, how can I handle this kinds of situation? But in order to handle this kind of situations, I have to know the first part. I have to know and be able to read my own signs, like to be aware that I'm now angry. Because often we are also in a discussion. Like I said before, I'm in a presentation and I'm absolutely pissed, but I'm but I'm smiling, you know, mm-hmm. instead of letting it out. Um and then the, the third part is actually that we are being trained in mediating other conflicts, like conflicts between others, like being the third person, not being involved in the conflict, but helping to resolve a conflict or to, to um, sensitize those ones who are in a conflict. Mm. Yeah. So this is how this is the structure of the training. And it's it's for me, it's it's amazing. It's really great. Um, and I <laughs> there's actually a reason why I'm mentioning it here in the podcast, because honestly, this is none of anybody else's business like that. I do this training. That is my that's my thing. And I am actually really private with these things mostly until I finished them or completed them or used them. You know, it's not that I do this and then I'm like um, uh, sharing it with the whole world. But at the last day of this training week, the the one of the trainers, she actually said go out and share that you are doing this training because it will help you 
ähm, in, uh, in um, using the techniques you learn here. So, and then I, I was like, okay, good. Then, then I will share it within my family and within, with my colleagues and with my uh, close friends. <laughs> and then <laughs> we had the idea of doing a podcast and I was like, okay, I'm going to share it with the whole world <laughs> as the whole world is listening to us. <laughs> no, but that was the, the, um, the idea behind it. So I was like, um, yeah, it was quite a, a decision for me to share it here. Mm -hmm. If it for some it might be like, oh yeah, okay, so what? Not a big deal no, for me. It's a, it's a, it's really it's a nice thing, and I have the feeling that it will lead me to how you say new shores. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, yeah, uh, to new you could say to new shores, but uh, you can also say yeah, uh, along different paths, uh, yes. perhaps as well. But uh, yeah. I think the, the meaning is uh, is the same in the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask is it whether because you just said that's a personal thing. So this isn't through work. This is you yourself have decided to undertake this training. It's it's it. I decided to undertake this training, but as this topic. Like, I mean, I'm working in and on conflict uh, contexts, crisis and violent conflict since uh, since over 15 years. So mm -hmm. uh, it's both. Sure. And it's There's a really, really, right. really, really nice thing. Really nice thing that that something. But I guess I was also in the in the past quite lucky because I was mostly doing things I really wanted to do. I mean. You can't work in this field if you if you are not 120 percent behind what you do, like in many other jobs as well. But yeah, so I can only talk about this like from my perspective, for my job. So it uh, it is for both. It's um, yeah. it's it's for me and for what I'm doing to do it better and also maybe to do it differently. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's an interesting topic because in itself every relationship has mm. or reaches at some point uh, a, a stress a, a situation of stress as in mm. that is that is the nature of relationships we, mm. we we we're a bit like atoms aren't they we sort of mm. float around and then we bang against each other and and, and that's essentially human uh, you know human nature in, in a nutshell so therefore uh, you know everybody has at some point either dealt with a conflict um, or has had to you know mediate in some way and, and yeah, how do we do that? Um, you know, what are the tactics that we, we put to use? And and the thing is, you know, the, the podcast that we're doing is in you know, we're not necessarily laying down sort of specialist training and so on. Mm -hmm. It's the the idea is to, is to present uh, a thought to mm -hmm. explain our own approaches mm -hmm. or perspectives, and thereafter people can reflect upon it, or they could just say, "Yeah, oh, cool, I listened to something," or or they can maybe say, "Ah, oh, that's an interesting topic." Um, I'd like to actually, um, you know, look at a course myself, or maybe just read a book on uh, anger management mm -hmm. or conflict coaching, and so on. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there is a, a natural human element to to all of the topics uh, that, that we discuss, and and I think that's that's what makes it interesting. For me, this thing with this this conflict training is a muster, uh, a habit. Mm -hmm. 
uh, of mine uh, that I observe since I'm a teenager, like that I do the things because I want to do them. Most often I can't explain in the situation when I'm doing them why I want to do them. And I don't, and I don't know how to use, like, for example, I studied geography. I studied geography and I wanted to study geography because I love geography. And throughout my entire studies at university, I didn't have a clue what to do, what to become once I have my university degree. Because it's not a, um, a clearly framed um, job profile like becoming a lawyer or an engineer or something. You are everything and nothing. That's what <laughs> our mentors in university, university said. Like with a university degree in geography, you, 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 you know everything and nothing. You know a bit of everything and you don't know anything in depth. <laughs> nice. So, but still I want, and it's the same with this training and many other things I did in the past. Like I'm, I'm doing this training because I really like the content. I'm really fascinated about that. And I know I will learn a lot. What I am going to do with that later, I don't know, but it's not important now mm. to me. It is not important for me now in June 2022, what I might do with this once I have the certificate in September 2023. Mm. You know, yeah. um, well, I have a feeling you're going to come and do a podcast and talk about it with me. Um, <laughs> but, um, if you invite me. <laughs> yeah, shit, there's, there's, there's a chance. There's a chance. Yeah. Just make sure you get the certificate. Yeah. And then. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay, and then I come to Berlin and we will... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we, we only, only qualified people on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not saying anything now. <laughs> which is just in my mouth. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, please. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Um, but also just one last one last thing because um and we've already surpassed the hour mark so i'm going to have to be really uh, you know sort of frugal um, with my editing um do you remember this movie called fight club yes i remember well i suppose it was a book i believe but anyway it's uh, it also was a movie yeah um so when i consider anger management i always think about fight club uh, and and i always had this feeling was fight club uh, the ultimate anger management like situation or uh, tool. Um, how do you see that? Because I believe it, these kinds of things exist, um, that people, you know, fight or engage in physical combat because it's the, um, that allows them to completely release their raw animal instincts. Do you, do you, do you think that's bullshit or? Okay, I have, I've seen Fight Club. But that is like decades ago. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So I don't remember. I can't recall like the entire movie. But releasing 
uh, anger or the emotion of anger and fury through through um, through your body. This is absolutely for me. I mean, I know when I have when I'm about to explode with aggression, then I go and do sports. Mm. You know, and um, uh, my anger management for many years was going for for a run uh, to like really, you know. Let everything out of my body. And for example, within this training, we are not only talking and sitting, we are uh, fighting <laughs> as well. Mm. But yes, but in a like in um in like in a safe environment, and we are also learning how to provide a safe environment and a tool so that you can on the one hand side let everything out like we were screaming we were fighting with with each other um um to to let it out um without hurting ourselves or others mm. so it is that is a very very important point to this to this issue you were just uh raising absolutely that to to let it out you you have to let it out you have to let these emotions out of your body otherwise they will make you sick mm. like But you are you are building up pressure and building up and building up and building up and then this happens what i said before then something tiny happens and you are exploding And the reaction has absolutely is not proportional to what happened. Mm. But the key is to be able to express or release this anger in a situation where um, you are not going to harm others. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yourself. Yeah. And yourself. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Cool. Okay. All right. Uh, Tanya, it's it's amazing, isn't it? So we don't speak for months and months and months and then boom, all of a sudden we, we can't keep within uh, the yes. time constraints of our normal. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. That's the way it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's great to, to, to have you come back um, and talk to me again. And um, I'm hopeful that this one will stay on. That was mean. I think I'm irritated now. No, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. Cool. Um, But thank you very much. Um, It's always uh, it's always an entertaining chat um, with you. And um, yeah, I look forward to the next one. Yes, me too. (laughs) Thanks again for having me. Thanks for listening to everyone, and uh, talk to you soon.